Hello again, this is Paul Abraham speaking to you from London and this is my third podcast, Learn Jazz Piano and my website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk and my email address is music at paulabrahams.com First of all, thanks very much for all the emails um, that have been so encouraging. In fact, the only negative comment has been that my voice hasn't been loud enough so hopefully I've fixed that this time. In this episode I want to deal with two subjects which may sound academic and theoretical but in fact they've got a huge bearing on your practical playing and understanding of chords. The first subject is intervals which basically is to do with the space between two notes and then I'm going to move on to the cycle of fifths sometimes called the circle of fifths now we've already talked about semitones and tones and I explained to you that a semitone is the smallest space between two notes so if I play a C then I play the note directly above it which is the C sharp that is a semitone. So now we're going to move on to two notes taken together. And if we start with the C and then play the next note of the major scale, hear them together, that's called a major second. And there are two semitones from C up to the D, so I'm not including the C. I'm playing the C and then I'm going C sharp D. That's the sound and it's a major second interval. If I go up a further semitone, so now I'm playing the C and the E flat, and now we have a minor third. So C and then we go one, two, three, three semitones up from C is E flat, play them together, and that's the sound of the minor third. That's going to be a, an important one to remember. If we go up another semitone, we have the major third. So from C, one, two, three, four, that's four semitones up from the first note. So that's the major third from the C, four semitones up, and just one semitone down. That's a minor third, which is three semitones. And I want you to remember the difference between those two. So let's spend a bit more time on minor thirds and major thirds. So let's take an F. Right, we'll go one, two, three, playing an A flat. And that is a minor third. If I went up again, that's four semitones, and that would be a major third. So minor third, major third. Now, basically, that's going to help you work out and build up major chords and minor chords. Major sevenths and sevenths and minor sevenths because all these chords are combinations of either the interval of the minor third or the major third. Let's just go back for a minute and 
there's the major scale of C and you already know how to play a C major triad which would be the first note of the scale, the third note of the scale and the fifth note of the scale. There's your major triad of C. But now let's look at it from a different angle and see how it's made up of major thirds or minor thirds. So again play the C and if we go one, two, three, four, I'm onto the E, so that's a major third. And if we go from the E to the G, one, two, three, you'll see that it's a minor third. So it's very easy to find a major triad just by finding a first note and counting one, two, three, four, and then one, two, three. Now this could be useful if there's a chord which is based on a scale that you're less familiar with. Let's take, say, F-sharp, and you want to find a major triad of F-sharp, and you're not sure of the scale of F-sharp. So there's the F-sharp, and we go one, two, three, four, not including the F-sharp. So that's the third, and to find the fifth, we go one, two, three, and that's the minor third. And there you have the three notes of the triad of F sharp major. Let's just do one more. E flat. One, you want to find the major chord of E flat major. So we play E flat, we go one, two, three, four, that's the G, and one, two, three, and there you have it. So that's a very simple formula to find any major chord. Let's now see how to make up a minor triad. Let's start with C. This time it's only three semitones, so I'm playing E flat. That's a minor third, and from the E flat we go four semitones. There's a C minor chord made up of a minor third and a major third. Let's do one more. Let's take A flat. So one, two, three, first of all playing a B, which is three semitones, minor third, and then that's four semitones, there's the chord. Of course, to turn that A-flat minor into an A-flat major, you just take that middle note and move it up one semitone, and we've got an A-flat major. One, two, three, four, which is the major third, one, two, three, which is the minor third. So now let's take this one step further, because most chords that we're going to be using in jazz and blues consist of four notes rather than the three. Most of the chords are going to be based on the triad, one, three and five, whether they be major, triad or minor, plus one extra one, which makes it into a seventh chord. There's a lot of confusion over the difference between a major seventh and a seventh. So let's just have a look at that. Let's start with a major seventh. Now one way to look at a major seventh is to look at the scale of, say, C, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and a major seventh is the one, three, five, and seventh of that major scale. There it is. So you already know the one, three, and five, and we're adding an extra note 
which is the seventh note of the major scale, but it also happens to be a major third up. So from that G, one, two, three, four, there we have it again. So C major seventh is a major third, a minor third, and a major third. Let's just do one more. Scale of B flat. Very easy to find a major seventh. We go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And there is a B flat major seventh. Sometimes written as MAJ7. Sometimes it's just written as a triangle. But that's the sound. It's a very open, very kind of cabaret sound. So again, looking at it from the point of intervals and semitones, if we're looking at a major seventh chord and say we want a G major seven, we take G major triad, which you now know, and from that fifth, you could either think it's four semitones up, like a major third, or you could think it's the seventh note of the major scale. Now, here comes the big difference between a major seventh and an ordinary seventh. If you just see something saying G seventh, it's the same major triad, but this time it's only a minor third up from that D. So, one, two, three. So this time we've got that sound. In classical terminology that's called a dominant seventh, but the big difference is you take the triad and the interval from that D to the next note determines whether it's a major seventh or a seventh. So a seventh is only three semitones up, a major seventh is four semitones up. Now we're going to look at a minor seventh. Now, a minor seventh is based on a minor triad. So again, let's take C minor. You now know C, three semitones, four semitones. That is a C minor triad. And to make it into a seventh, you go one, two, three again. So it's a minor third up from the fifth. C, E flat, G, and then a minor third up, which is three semitones. That is a C minor. And it's not the B natural. Some people get confused and think that's a C minor. It's not, it's a C minor major seventh. It's a combination. Very strange sound. So let's go back to minor sevenths. Let's take E flat minor seventh. So let's just do it with our old system of intervals. So there's the E flat. One, two, three semitones. That's a minor third, which takes us to the G flat. 
that's a major third, that's four semitones, which takes us to the B flat. And now we want the seventh, which is another three semitones, which takes us to the D flat. And that is an E flat minor seventh. So let's see if we can find a C major seventh, a C seventh, and a C minor seventh. C major seventh. Very easy if you know the scale because it's one, three, five, seven. And that seven is the major seventh of the scale. If you want to make that into a seventh, you just take that top note and flatten it. That becomes a seventh. And the big difference now between the five and the seven is three semitones instead of four semitones, i.e. a minor third instead of a major third. So now we've got that is C, E, G, B flat, which is a C7. And to make that seventh into a minor seventh, you take that E and put it down a semitone. And that is C minor seventh. There's the C, up three semitones to the E flat, that's a minor third. A major third, four semitones. That's another minor third up to the B flat, and there you have a C minor seventh. So C major seventh, C E G B, C seventh, C E G B flat, and C minor seventh, C E flat, G B flat. We're now going to link this up to the family row, as I called it when we played a scale of C and built chords on each of the eight notes. So let's do that again. We'll start with C and we're going to build four notes above that. Four alternate notes. But don't forget you can't come out of the scale of C. Don't go onto any black notes. So first chord, that is a C major seventh. So, you can see that it's got a four semitones, three semitones, and four semitones. Major third, minor third, major third. Now we're going to move it up. And now we're starting on the D, and always starting with the D, it produces a minor seventh. That's a D minor seventh. Let's look at the intervals. From the D to the F is a minor third. From the F to the A is a major third. From the A to the C is a minor third. Moving up again. Starting on the third, which is the E. This is also a minor seventh. Same thing. Three semitones. Same pattern, same sound. So we've got a C major 7th, D minor 7th, E minor 7th. The next one is an F major 7th. Four semitones, three semitones, four semitones. F major 7th. And now the most important one, apart from the number one, the number five, based on the fifth of the scale, G, B, D, F. 
it's not a major seventh, it's not a minor seventh, but it's a seventh. This is a G seventh or a G dominant seventh in the old terminology. And you can see that it's G, one, two, three, four semitones, three semitones, and this is important from the D, one, two, only three semitones. In fact, if you went up one more semitone on that F, it would take us out of the key, and that would be, in fact, a G major seventh. So there's the G seventh. Let's continue from the A, building up four note chord from the sixth of the major scale. That is an A minor seventh. It's a minor third, major third, and and a minor third, A minor seventh. The one based on the B is an odd one. We talked about diminished chords before. Diminished chords are a series of minor third intervals. So there's the B. If I went one, two, three, and then one, two, three, that would be a B diminished. If I do that again, I would land on the A flat, which actually takes us out of the key of C. And that would be a B diminished seventh. But in fact, if we stick with our alternate notes, that chord, and you don't have to remember it now, is called a half diminished. And it can also be described as a B minor seventh flattened fifth, but as I say, leave that aside until later. Let's just do that briefly in the key of G. Don't forget to play the F sharp on the seventh of the scale, and I'm going to play each four note chord, each seventh chord, starting on the one, that's a G major seventh, on the two, A minor seventh, on the three, B minor seventh, on the four, C major seventh, on the five, D seventh, on the sixth, E minor seventh, on the seventh, F sharp, half diminished, and then we're back where we started. So always number up the major scale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And remember that if you start on the one, it's a major seven. On the two, minor seven, three, minor seven, four, major seven, five, seven, six, minor seven, and seven, half diminished. The other topic I want to deal with in this episode is the circle of fifths which is sometimes called the cycle of fifths and I suggest that you either have this circle in front of you or draw it out for yourself and this circle shows you how many sharps or flats there are in each major scale. It's very easy to find on the internet if you just google circle of fifths or cycle of fifths. At the moment I'm looking at a, a site which is www.carolinaclassical.com 
slash scales slash circle but I'm sure you can find one for yourself if you're going to write this down start with C at the top of the page right in the top middle and C has got no sharps no flats and we're going to go clockwise play the first five notes of C including C one two three four five and that gives you G which has got one sharp that's the first rule you just count up five so C's got none one two three four five you're going clockwise G's got one sharp and to find out what that sharp is the second rule is it's always the seventh note of the scale so we go one two three four five six seven there's the seventh which is F sharp so G major has got one sharp which is F sharp got two sharps start on G play the first five notes of the scale we're on D so D's got two sharps we start up D E F sharp we've already had so we know that's the first one four five six and here is the seventh one which we've sharpened from the C to the C sharp and so D has got two sharps let's find out what's got three sharps starting on D don't forget when I say go up five notes I mean five notes of the actual scale so from D don't just play the white notes play D E F sharp which we've already had that's the first uh, new sharp and four five six there's seven C sharp is the new one so the scale of D has got two sharps and let's continue one on D two three four five A has got three sharps and A is one B two C sharp we've already had D E F sharp is number six we've already had and here comes the seventh G sharp A so A's got three sharps start on A play the first five notes one two three four five that's E E's got four sharps E F sharp G sharp which we've already had both of those four is A B five C sharp six which we've already had new one seven D sharp so E's got four sharps starting on E what's got five sharps play the first five notes of the scale of E E F sharp G sharp A B B's got five up we go again B C sharp D sharp E F sharp G sharp and here's the new one A sharp start on B and what's got six sharps one two three four now we're on F sharp so F sharp is the new scale which has got six sharps so one is F sharp G sharp A sharp B C sharp that's number five of the scale number six of the scale is D sharp now here's something interesting number seven is E sharp we don't call it F because each note has to have its own letter name if we called it F we've already got an F sharp so we've gone 
F sharp, G sharp, A sharp, B, C sharp, D sharp, E sharp, which is our new one, number seven, and eight is the octave above, F sharp. One to go, and it's a full house. So F sharp, we're gonna play the first five notes of the scale. One, two, three, four, five. We're on C sharp, so C sharp has got all the sharps. C sharp has got seven sharps, as many as you can have. So C sharp is one, D sharp is two. Here comes this E sharp, which is three. F sharp, number four. G sharp, number five. A sharp, number six. And the new one, once again, it's called B sharp, not C, but B sharp and C sharp. So everything goes to the right. Seven sharps may sound horrendous, but in fact, if you think that everything, including the white notes, go to the right, it's not such a problem. Now we're going to look at the flats, and they go anti-clockwise. So starting at the top again, C. C's got no flats, and there's only one rule for the flats, and that's four. Everything goes in fours. So C... First four notes of C, one, two, three, four. F's got one flat, and to find which flat it is, that's also four, four up from the scale. So F is one, G, two, A, three, and here it is not B, but B flat. So we're going one semitone down. F, G, A, B flat, C, D, E, F. F's got one flat. To find out what's got two, one is F, two, three, four. Four is B flat, so B flat's got two flats. We're on the first one, B flat, C, number two, D, three, and here we are, not E, but E flat is our second flat. And we continue up, F, G, A, B flat. B flat has got two flats. What's got three? Start on a B flat. One, two, three, four, and it's E flat. E flat's got three. E flat, F, G, and here's our new one. A flat, B flat, which we've already had. C, D, E flat. E flat has got three flats. What's got four? Let's start on E flat. E flat is one. F2, G3, and here we are, not A, but A-flat. A-flat's got four flats. To find out which is the new flat, we go one, A-flat, two, B-flat, three, C, and here we are, four, we're gonna flatten the D, it becomes D-flat. E-flat we've had already, F, G, A-flat. So A flat has got four flats. What's got five? Start on A flat. A flat one, B flat two, C three. Here's a new one. D flat, D flat's got five flats. D flat, E flat, F, G flat, A flat, B flat, C, D flat. D flat, five flats. What's got six flats, starting on D flat, D flat, E flat, F, G flat. So, 
G flat is going to have six flats. G flat, A flat, B flat. We now call that not B, but we call it C flat. D flat, E flat, F, G flat. To take it to its logical conclusion, G flat count up four, and we're on C flat, so in fact, the major scale of C flat has all seven flats, but we really don't need to bother ourselves with that. Just a few final words about the cycle of fifths. This cycle is more than just an arrangement of all the 12 notes of a chromatic scale and showing how each one progressively adds a sharp or a flat. We'll soon be looking at the 251 chord progression, which is the three chords from the family row. For instance, if we were in C, we would say D minor 7, G7, C major 7. That would be a, a 251. And if you look anti-clockwise at any point round the cycle of fifths, you'll see that sequence. Look at the D, and it's a D minor. One back from there is the G7, then the C major 7. If we started, for instance, from that C with the same pattern of 251, it would be C minor 7. Going anti-clockwise is F7, and anti-clockwise again is the B flat major 7. If that all sounded complete gibberish, just blank it from your mind and we'll come back to it in a lot more detail later on. Another way to look at the cycle of fifths is, again, anti-clockwise. If we just played seventh chords, say for instance I started on the D and worked anti-clockwise for four chords and called them all sevenths, I would play D seventh, G seventh, C seventh, F seventh. Now that is the bridge or the middle eight of I Got Rhythm, which is a cycle of fifths. D7 to the G7 to the C7, F7, which takes us back to the one, which is B flat. Another rather advanced subject is tritone substitution, which we will get to later on, but for those that know something about that already, you'll also see that represented in this cycle. For instance, if you look at the top, which is C, and go to the bottom, which is G flat, the G flat is the tritone substitute of C. If we go to the extreme left and see E flat, the opposite to the east, if you like, is A, and A is the tritone substitute of E flat. But again, if that doesn't mean anything to you, just forget the whole thing and we'll come back to it in much more detail later. So once again, if you've got any questions or comments, 
please email me on music at paulabrahams.com and again my website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk See you soon.